If you have your Bibles, I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 5 just for a moment. We're going to be just uh, next few moments. We're going to look into uh, God's Word as we continue our series on Psalms. And we are, thank you, David, we're at Psalm 103. And we're halfway through the year, and, and, and we're just plugging through Psalms. It could take us 10 years, couldn't it? But, but, but it's not. What a great book written for us. I can't tell you how many times I've opened up this beautiful book and tears rolling down my cheeks and the Word of God just ministering to me through the book of Psalms. It's an incredible book. And so we are in Psalm 103. If you're with me, let me hear an amen. Praise the Lord, O my soul. In all my utmost being, praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits who forgives all your sins, heals all your diseases, and redeems your life from the pit. Now watch this, church. God saves us. He heals us. He redeems us. If you have faith to believe That God can save you. And by the way, how many people are here today and you believe that God still saves? Let me hear an amen. So if you believe God saves, then the next step is God heals. How many of you here today believe that God still heals? Let Let me hear an amen. If you believe that God still saves and God still heals, then watch this. Then God still redeems. You got to believe all three. It's not one or the other. I know you like multiple choices. And you can get to, you like to pick and choose, but we don't get to pick and choose. God saves, God heals, God redeems. Now here's the message. This is what you're going to walk out here today with. This is the nugget that you're going to leave today. This is the thought that's going to uh, just consume you these next few days as you are meditating on our journey through Psalms. God saves, God heals, God redeems. Watch this. Here it is. He redeems you so that you will redeem. God redeems you. That word there means to purchase back or to buy, that was all done on Calvary's cross, he buys, he purchases you back, and he redeems you so that you will be a person who redeems. God wants you to redeem the time. God wants you to make an impact in this world. After all, that's why he saved you. That's why he heals you. He saves you and he heals you so that you will be redeemed, so that you will redeem the time. There is a purpose. There is a strategy. There is a game plan with God saving you and healing you. He saves you and heals you so that you will redeem the time that you will make the most of every moment you have on this earth, and you'll make the world better. See, I want it said for you that when you leave this earth, the world is better. People are better. You made an impact in this life. And we're going to read in just a few moments in Ephesians 
how the writer there is challenging us to redeem the time. Church, you've been saved. You've been healed. You've been redeemed. And the purpose for God redeeming you and saving you and healing you is so that you will live your life to make a difference in this world, that you will redeem the time. Now, just a few moments. I'm going to I'm going to read Ephesians. I'm just going to warn you right now. I'm getting ready to play a country music song. And when I heard this song, it challenged me to live life like I'm dying, to redeem the time, to not only accept God's salvation, to not only accept God's healing, but to accept his redemption so that I can redeem the time and make a difference and live like I'm dying. Are y'all with me? Pastor Scott's going to play a country music in church. So I'm going to read the scripture real quick here so I can can just appease. and Let let me just read the scripture and then we're going to play a country music song. Are you ready? Go to Ephesians chapter 5. I, I told you to go there, and let me, let's, let's read this together. Ephesians chapter 5. If you're with me, let me hear an amen. Let me find Ephesians. There it is. Wake up, O sleeper. I like sleeping. The older I get, the more I like sleeping. You spend half your life sleeping in a bed, head on the pillow, covered up in blankets, dark, peaceful, quiet. Some of you are sleeping right now. I love (laughs) sleeping. Last night, I was like, it was like 8 o'clock. I look at Austin and Tammy, I'm like, I got to go to bed. Why? Because I think we all just like sleeping. I think it's interesting as we're talking about redeem the time that the writer starts out by saying, wake up. It's an alarm clock. You've been sleeping. Wake up, oh sleeper. Those of you that like to cuddle and love to cuddle up in your bed with your pillow and your blanket and your... Eye mask on, wake up. You've been redeemed. I didn't save you to sleep. I didn't heal you to sleep. I didn't redeem you to sleep. Wake up. Oh, sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Everyone say shine. Shine. You know what I want for my life? You know what I want for your life? I want you to shine. You can't shine if you're sleeping all the time. God doesn't get glory by you sleeping. Nobody is impacted when you snore except your wife or your husband. Christ didn't redeem us to sleep. He redeemed us to shine. Wake up. Arise. 
and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful. The King James there says, live circumspectly. Be careful. Live circumspectly. I love that word circumspectly. I can't spell it, but I like it. That word there, circumspectly, means to get on your hands and knees and look for something that you've lost, a a contact lens, a sewing needle, a diamond. Be careful how you live. Live circumspectly. That means looking at your life. It means looking at what you do. It means being very careful. You're looking very carefully at our life. I'm afraid that we don't look at our lives anymore, and we're not careful anymore. We're more carefree than we are careful. And the writer here says, be careful. Live circumspectly. Analyze. Look at your life. Be careful how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity. The King James says, redeeming the time. Everyone say redeeming. Watch this. You've been saved. You've been healed. You've been redeemed. Be careful how you live. Redeem the time. Make the most of every opportunity. I love that word opportunity. How many know that regardless of how old you are, we have opportunities? Not many opportunities when you're sleeping, but when you wake up and you begin to live and you begin to shine, that's when the opportunities begin to take place. Redeem the time. Make the most of every opportunity. That word there, opportunity, is, is, a, is a sailing term. That the captains of a, the big ships, big 100-foot, 200-foot, 300-foot ships, and they're coming into port. They're just not haphazard in how they approach the port with the precious cargo, the millions of pounds of cargo that they're bringing in, the, 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 the tremendous cost of their ship. They're not just happenstance on when they're going to come into port. They're very, very careful. They're very, very calculated. Watch this. They wait for the the winds. They wait for the seas. They wait for the tides. They wait for the opportunity to bring their ship into port. Opportunity. You're all sailors. You all are captains of your own lives. And what the writer here in Ephesians is saying is, be careful. Redeem the time. You've been saved. You've been healed. It's now time to redeem the time. Be careful how you live. 
Make the most of every opportunity. Have your eyes open. Be alert. Live circumspectly. Don't just bring your ship into port anytime you want to. No, because your life matters and the people around you, their life matters. And you need to be the captain of a ship and you need to be looking for the opportunity, the moment to bring the ship into port. Make the most of every opportunity. Because the days are evil. How many would agree that we have evil days we're living in? The passion that people have for pro-choice. It's amazing. Murder. That's what it is. The passion that I see rising up. Thank God for the decision of the Supreme Court. But, but before you amen me, that means that in the state that we live in, we need to redeem the time. Wake up! Christ wants to shine on you. He's saved you. He's redeemed you. He's healed you. Be careful how you live. We better be very wise in these, un, uh, in these evil days. Be very wise. And be as passionate. Now, are you all with me? That doesn't mean you've got to go out and pick it. Because most of us, like, have jobs. It's ironic. Those people that work don't have time to pick it. Well, I'm starting to step on toes now, aren't I? You don't have to pick it to be effective. But we do have to pray. We do have to get passionate. We do have to get active. We do need to let our voice be heard. I want to live in a state that believes in life. Amen? Days we're living in are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. I like that. Speak to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sings and make music in your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to the Lord for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for fear. I want to I, I talk to you today just for the next few minutes. We've only got a few more minutes. About how to live like you were dying. How to redeem the time. Now, I'm going to blame my son Austin for this. And he's here today. But for some reason, he's been listening to country music. And he's gotten me to listen to country music. Now, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a smooth jazz kind of guy. 
I like smooth jazz. You come into my office when I'm, when I'm writing a sermon, I promise you Z88 is not going to be on. There's nothing wrong with Z88. I just, I like jazz. So I'll turn my jazz music on. I'll open up my Bible. And I just, it's just, I'm in, I'm in heaven. Now, Austin, he likes country music. And a song came on the other day that I listened to and I heard with him. And I was, I was amazed. It's by Tim McGraw. Live like you were dying. And I, I really got touched by it. Now, this has, it talks about the holy book. There is some good stuff here. And, and I'm telling you what, if you listen to country music, they talk a lot about God. They talk a lot about giving to the church. They talk a lot about being good and being nice and making a difference and, and loving your wife and loving your kids. Country music is good. So I thought it would be appropriate here today. This may be my last sermon here at Pine Castle. But we're, we're, to, to, to play this song, to live like you were dying. Now, before we play that song, I remember when I was uh, just starting out in ministry and our, uh, our piano player at Destiny Church was Joyce Sunderman. And she came down with cancer. And it was really, we were probably three, 400-member church, all a bunch of young people. And, and, and this was our first, first time as a church. Bruce and Lisa, you remember, incredible pianist. And she was, she was our right-hand person behind the band. And, and she came down with cancer. And, and I went to see her in the last few hours. And I remember, like, I was still kind of young and a rookie and didn't really know what to say. And she, she caught me by surprise. She looked at me. A few hours left in her life. She looked at me. She said, Pastor Scott, am I dying? I didn't have time to go outside and grab the, the Methodist book to figure out what to say. Thank God when she said, Pastor Scott, am I dying? I took her by the hand. I looked her eye to eye and I said, Joyce, we're all dying. We're all dying. And I'm here to tell you today that God saved you and God healed you and God wants to redeem you and he wants you to live your life. However long you have, he wants you to live like you were dying. And so Tim McGraw wrote this song. And as we play this song here in just a second, I'm going to really get crazy and I'm going I'm to put on a Put on a hat. Listen to some country music. The crazy thing is, like, you're going to leave here today, and the only thing you're going to remember about this sermon <laughs> is my crazy hat and this incredible song. I talked to George Hancock, who's, by the way, this is his hat. Thank you, George, for letting me use this. George says every time he hears this song, he cries. George was faced with a sickness last year. I'm sure this whole year he came to terms of how do I redeem the time? How do I make the most of every opportunity? How do I live carefully? He, so, he told me in my office, he said, every time I hear this song, I cry. So um, for my last sermon here at Pine Castle, I, I, I want to play this song, Tim McGraw, Live Like You Were Dying, and then I'll come back in just a moment. During that song, Tammy leaned over to me, she said, you look just as Hampson as that guy. You can wear that hat a little more often. <laughs> 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. What in the heck does that mean? 
I see Carl wiping his eyes, crying. George crying back there in the back. Live like you were dying. I had seven wonderful points that I was going to give you today, but you know what? That'd be overkill. This is what I want you to think. Bruce, if you can come up to the keyboard and play a good country music song. <laughs> you know, n- nobody, n- nobody's asking you to go skydiving. Nobody's asking you to go Rocky Mountain climbing. Nobody's asking you to get on a bull named Fu Manchu. (laughs) But I believe God is asking us to, 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 to think about why we've been saved and healed and redeemed. To live circumspectly. To live like you were dying. To do what you were afraid to do. To do what you haven't done. To do what you regret. To do what you look back We've only got a few days on earth, and I want you to live like you're dying. Now, I don't know what that looks like for you, and I'm not going to tell you what that looks like. Seriously, like for some of you, it's going to be as simple as when you're in Dunkin' Donuts getting a coffee, and you decide to pay it forward and pay for the car, car behind you. That's, that's redeeming the time. That's okay, sweetheart. You're, you're okay. That's beautiful. Thank God for crying babies in this church. Amen? You're okay. You live in Belle Isle and you want to bring your crying baby to church? Come on. We're here. Bring it on. It, it, it could be you're at Publix and you see a single mom in front of you and she's struggling to pay for a gallon of milk and a, a, a loaf of bread. I mean, my God, it's 50 bucks. Pay it forward. Do what you can do. You don't have to get on a bull named Fu Manchu and ride it. <laughs> but pick up the phone and call somebody who you haven't talked to in three years. Send a letter to somebody that, you know, you, has hurt you and, and release them and forgive them. I don't, know, I don't know what it means to live like you're dying. But the writer in Ephesians does, and he says, make the most of every opportunity. Live carefully. Days are evil. I've saved you and redeemed you and healed you to make a difference. So this week, I want you to live like you were dying. Now, now, I'm going to unload this on Michelle. Michelle's going to have to deal with this. I would love for you to tell me this week how you live that out. How many of you are here today and you say, Pastor Scott, I'm going to try to the best of my ability to look for an opportunity to do something to redeem the time and to make my life count and, and, and to make the most of every opportunity this week. How many would lift your hands and say it? Lift your hands. Five of you. It's beautiful. I would love to hear from you this week how it happened. As soon as we leave here in just a few seconds, it's going to start. The clock's going to start. I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but do it. And next week, as we come and celebrate 4th of July, it'd be really cool to hear 
some emails and some stories and some cards and a letter and a phone call about how Pastor Scott, I lived like I was dying. I redeemed the time. Next week we'll come back and we'll circle back and I'll give you a good seven points about how to, how to live a life redeemed. Amen.